Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Will Kenny Pickett ever join Brock Purdy in reaching a Super Bowl? This is the question all of Pittsburgh will be pondering on the biggest weekend of the pro football year. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers. So you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. So says the Bible. So how come so many fans across Steelers Nation are cursing this same outcome when it comes to the quarterbacks taken in the 2022 draft? You'll recall the Steelers kept it all in the Pittsburgh family by using the number 20 pick on Pitt product, Kenny Pickett. And this delighted most of the 412 area code. In doing so, the Steelers got the first QB off the board. Some three days later, and almost as an afterthought, the San Francisco 49ers made Iowa State's Brock Purdy Mr. Irrelevant by spending the draft's 262nd and final selection on this shot-in-the-dark passer. Flash forward two years, and it is Purdy who has proven the far better draft pick. He has catapulted to the Super Bowl in his sophomore season. Meanwhile, Pickett didn't make that much expected second-year leap as your Steelers starter. Instead, the once-hyped Pittsburgh QB went out with an injury in early December, and he was never seen again behind center. Pickett was unceremoniously benched for former third-stringer Mason Rudolph. It was a rude ending for Pickett. And some across Steelers Nation were ready to write him off as a failure. They are pressing Pittsburgh to either trade for the likes of Justin Fields, sign free agents such as Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson, or go back into the 2024 draft and fish again for a, a franchise quarterback. Now, the Steelers are expected to bring in at, last, at least one new name at the quarterback position, but it's, it's now clear that they are not giving up on Kenny Pickett, not by a long shot. Instead, all the moves being made in the offensive coaching staff seem des designed to put Pickett and his disintegrating passing game back together so that he can be the Steelers' starter. This is the prudent, 
i.e. most cost-effective move. And Pittsburgh is nothing if not prudent, i.e. cheap. Pickett is entering the third year of his rookie deal. The Steelers enjoy three more years of control over him, throwing everything but the kitchen sink at the tall task of getting Pickett to produce like the top QB taken in a draft makes sense, but only if it actually works. The high-risk, high-reward reclamation project falls to the new offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. Right now, Smith, who is the son of a billionaire, is sending all the right blue-collar signals to the no-nonsense Steelers fan base. He wants a tough, power-running game. He's looking to bring back the fullback to the fore in this redesigned attack. The run and pass game will feed off one another. Wide receivers, especially George Pickens, will be expected to pull their weight when it comes to blocking. Smith demands a physical brand of offensive football at every position. Hey, it certainly sounds good on paper, and it fits the Pittsburgh personnel to a T. But the key to the 2024 success remains one Kenny Pickett. True to form, he's off again, working on his game. He does have that Pittsburgh work ethic, to be sure, but he needs the right offensive system. He needs improved presence. He needs to make quicker reads, and he needs to have much better passing accuracy. All of this to thrive the way Brock Purdy has out in San Francisco. But all of these issues remain to be seen. Surely Steelers fans will watch the Super Bowl with a certain amount of quarterback envy. Mike Tomlin's team, who've managed to maintain the coach's non-losing streak for 17 seasons and counting now, have never drafted high enough to snag a bona fide superstar stud like Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs. But Brock Purdy? There's no good way for the black and gold faithful to console themselves about his unexpected rise from last to possibly first atop the NFL arms race. This draft day afterthought stands one game away from completing this astonishing, even biblical, journey. Now, Pickett faces something of a religious journey of his own. The offense will be the equivalent of 40 days in the desert. Amid the solitude and self-reflection of a vision quest, he needs to get his head on straight and find the spirit of a starting NFL quarterback within him. The Steelers have brought in Smith as his shepherd. He'll retool the offense around the strength of Pickett and his teammates. The team's brain trust will tr tap the upcoming draft to bolster the physical style the Steelers want to project on offense. They'll likely bring in a highly touted center and a top tackle in those early rounds. Pickett will be given every opportunity to prove he's the quarterback to lead this team back to the promised land of winning playoff games once again. After seven seasons and counting of postseason futility, 
this must be the bare minimum standard for the once Super Bowl or bust Steelers. Pickett will get his best chance yet to seize the reins, but it's also his last best chance to do so. In a world where quarterback can rocket from Mr. Irrelevant to the Super Bowl in his second year, patience with passers who don't perform wears thin. This is especially true in Pittsburgh, a place never known for its football patience. We have much more on all the pressure on Pickett and the philosophy of the Steelers' new offensive coordinator. It's in a jam-packed, Super Bowl-sized edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my full print column, First Thing Thursdays on Penn Live. As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debates to life and to laughs. But right now, let's get right to it. So what do we make of the Arthur Smith hiring? In Pittsburgh, among the radio hosts and the the fanboys, many were pining for a boy genius offensive guru in the nerdy mold of Miami's Mike McDaniel. Guys like Zach Robinson, Thomas Brown, and Jared Johnson were bandied about. Now, Smith is more smash mouth than boy guru. But there's a lot to like there for the details of what Smith brings to the Steelers. Here's Mark Caboli writing for The Athletic. He says, quote, no, Smith is not a sexy hire from the Sean McVay coaching tree or some young coach who looks at offense in a new and fresh way. He's a run-heavy coach who had tremendous success as a coordinator including rebuilding Ryan Tannehill into a 30-touchdown quarterback. And he brings much-needed head coaching experience to the Steelers staff. Smith is a play-action, under-center, heavy-formation, pre-stat motion coordinator, unquote. Now, that's a fantastic description given by Mark Caboli. He then goes on to tell us the exact task being handed the new Steelers coordinator. He writes, quote, Smith will be charged with running a talented yet underachieving offense that the team's decision makers believe isn't too far off from being championship caliber, unquote. Now that is a tall order, especially considering how shaky Kenny Pickett has shown to be at quarterback in his first two seasons. So how will Smith pull it off? Well, first up is the Pickett Rehabilitation Project. This will be part and parcel of Smith's plan and also will largely determine his success leading the Steelers' offense. Now, the heaviest load within the offensive game plan to be masterminded by Smith rest with a real Steelers area of strength. I'm talking about the running backs, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Mark Caboli tells us that none other than team president, Art Rooney II, cited the Steelers running back tandem by name and then said this, quote, 
they, along with an improving offensive line, can be the foundation of success going forward, unquote. In other words, power running game, run the ball, wind the clock, play defense. That is what these Steelers are built to do. And Arthur Smith is charged with executing that plan laid out by Rooney himself. Under Smith, the run and the pass shall become synonymous. These running backs are going to touch the ball in both of these phases of the offense. They are going to thrive by all accounts. But what about Kenny and his last best shot at becoming the Steelers' starter? Can he do it? Well, the jury is going to remain out on this until we are well, well into the 2024 regular season. Much will depend not on Smith, but Pickett himself. Gaboli tells us that Pickett will get his chance, but the pressure is surely on and his leash as a starter will be short should he not produce. All that comes right from the top, with Rooney saying this, quote, I think the biggest thing we need is quality play at the quarterback position. Mason Rudolph came in and showed, I think, what we're capable of when we get quality play at the quarterback position, unquote. Hey, there you have it, folks. Pickett no longer has to be the next Big Ben Roethlisberger. All he has to do is just make us forget Mason Rudolph, who as a free agent may not be back in the black and gold. And if Mason does go, the Steelers will either draft, trade, or sign some other name passers, but only as a plan B to Kenny Pickett. How invested is the team on giving Pickett his last best opportunity to seize the starting job? Well, one only need listen to the new offensive coordinator himself. As Tim Benz with Trib Live tells us, Arthur Smith's first interview as the Steelers guy tipped his hand. It's Pickett who will be given the keys to drive the Steelers' car. Benz right quote, here are two words that didn't come up in the interview with Smith. Quote, Mason and quote, Rudolph. Nope. The quarterback who pulled the Steelers back from the brink of playoff elimination after an early December collapse wasn't mentioned in seven minutes and 38 seconds of the interview. But Pickett was at length. Said Smith, quote, it's exciting to hear the way that this offense is built with a lot of young players and obviously where Kenny Pickett is at going into his third year. Playing with a young quarterback, being efficient, being able to get the ball out and making smart decisions, getting the ball in the playmaker's hands and taking care of the football. A lot of things that come up, the responsibility of playing quarterback in the National Football League, there's Pressure situations, unquote. Hey, Smith is right about all of that. But the problem in Pittsburgh has been Pickett hasn't been doing much of any of what Smith just outlined when he has had the football and when he has been under center. So what will change with 
the new coordinator. Well, Smith said first and foremost, he will cultivate a personal relationship with Pickett. Theirs will be a bond built upon mutual trust. Said Smith, quote, that's so paramount between the play caller and the quarterback. The quarterback is obviously the one out there between the white lines, and there's a trust that's going to be built daily, and it goes both ways. I've got to earn Kenny's trust and vice versa as we build this offense and all the things we want to work on, and we want him to work on and take command of this offense, unquote. Now, I really do like what I hear there from Smith. These two more than anyone else on the roster, will determine the direction of the Steelers' offense. So they do and they must trust each other implicitly. But Kenny Pickett also must come to trust himself. And he must trust what he sees in those split seconds when decisions must be made and the ball must come out. Now, one of Kenny Pickett's biggest issues last season was not trusting his eyes not trusting his instinct, not trusting the pocket, nor the plays being called. The result of all that mistrust saw Kenny Pickett benched for the passer that Smith never named, Mason Rudolph. In other words, there is a long, long way to go for Arthur Smith, but most especially Kenny Pickett. Luckily, Pickett won't be asked to do it all alone. By all accounts, he's surrounded by talent. There's Harris and Warren in the backfield. Flanking on either side, there's some pedigree pass catchers. George Pickett, Pat Fryermuth, Deontay Johnson, Calvin Austin III. Not bad. But the Steelers still need to build what is in front of Kenny Pickett. They added a big building block with last year's top pick, tackle Broderick Jones. And chances are, the Steelers will spend another top pick or two on that offensive line. Speaking of such improvements, Coach Mike Tomlin was down at the Super Bowl last weekend eyeing up all the prime beef to bolster that old line. Here's who might have caught Tomlin's eye, as reported by Mike DeFabo with The Athletic. Fabo writes, quote, the Steelers took two steps toward building their offensive line of the future last offseason. They signed left guard Isaac Samalo, and they drafted tackle Broderick Jones in the first round. So what else can they do to upgrade the offensive line this offseason? Well, DeFabo says he wrote about one option at center, being West Virginia's Zach Frazier. The Athletic projects him to be available in the second round, which could be a value pick for the Steelers. Now, DeFabo goes on to write, quote, if the Steelers want to take a bigger swing, there's Oregon's Jackson Powers Johnson. He's expected to be a first-round pick. Powers Johnson said he came to Mobile, Alabama, and the Senior Bowl to prove nothing short of, quote, I am the best center, unquote. Now, DeFabo tells us if the Steelers choose to address their offensive line in another way, there's Oklahoma offensive tackle Tyler Guyton. 
he looks to be high on most every team's draft board. Why? Well, DeFabo tells us, quote, at 6'7", 328, with a 34 and a half inch arms, Guyton looks the part. The redshirt junior from Manor, Texas, transferred from TCU to Oklahoma before the 2022 season. He ascended to become a full-time starter for the Sooners in 2023, and he allowed zero sacks on 335 pass-blocking snaps, all according to Pro Football Focus. The Athletic expects him to be selected somewhere in the top half of the first round. In other words, according to DeFabo, he could be a good mix of value and need for the Steelers, who are picking at number 20, if, if, if he is still around, unquote. Now, that's great stuff from DeFabo. And I know Mike Tomlin was seen looking at some quarterbacks, some defensive linemen, and some hybrid linebackers while he was down in Mobile, Alabama. But if the Steelers are serious and they really want to give Kenny Pickett his last best shot to become their starter, it all starts with that offensive line. So stay tuned. And there you have it, folks. The Super Bowl awaits. Brock Purdy and his last to first ascension is at hand. If he completes that journey, it will be among the all-time sports stories ever. For Steelers fans, there will be a special kind of bitterness and disappointment. We got the first quarterback in that draft, but so far, Kenny Pickett has gone backwards, not forwards. Let's hope his third season and a new offensive coordinator will be the charm. But whatever is to be, we will cover it all right here. The long off season is at hand, but we are not going anywhere. We are back with you every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you get your favorite audio. So sign up and make it automatic. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.